Greetings, everybody. This is Apostle-elect Charles Smith, and I want to welcome you to the Judah Nation Worship Center podcast. And listen, we're so glad to have you with us on this week. I want to share a message uh, that we taught this past Sunday for our virtual encounter. The message was entitled, Your Future is in Your Mouth. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18 that life and death is in the power of your tongue. What that means is that words, our words, are going to produce rewards in our life. Our words also have consequences. And the truth of the matter is this, we're gonna live in the future that our words produced. And here's another thing, the more influence that you have in other people's lives, the more responsible you are for the words that you speak. Listen, I know that this message is going to encourage you, it's going to strengthen you, and I believe it's going to empower you in a tremendous way. So let's go into the message right now. Your future is in your mouth. Glory to God. Now listen, I want to get to the word. I just want to share with you what God put in my spirit. Bless you. Amen. And send you on your way. I want you to go with me to a very familiar passage of scripture. We're going to start off with this. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 and verse number 17. This is where we're going to start at today. Acts chapter 2 and verse 17. And it says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. Now, Peter is quoting here from the book of Joel about what would be happening uh, in the last days. Now, I believe that there is more to this verse than what we have um, may have previously un understood. I believe there's more to it. I believe it's everything that we have already understood about this verse, but I believe that there is something more here that we need to uh, get a hold of on today. And with that, I wanna tell you what we're gonna talk about today. I want to deal with this subject, your future is in your mouth. Your future is in your mouth. God says that in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. That means that they're going to utter forth. They're going to declare a thing which can only be known by divine inspiration. Another way we can say it is this. They are going to speak things by inspiration of the Holy Spirit that will exhort, that will edify, that will comfort. Watch this. That will reveal, that will change circumstances change atmospheres, and change realities. <laughs> In the last days, God's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh, and sons and your daughters shall prophesy. In other words, what God is saying here is that there's going to, there's going to be a people in the earth who speak like me and who speak as me. I wish somebody would say something on this morning. Hallelujah. They're going to prophesy. 
They're going to speak like me. And they're going to speak as me, says the Lord. Therefore, as prophetic people, we must understand and we must be mindful of the words that we allow to come out of our mouth. Are you all hearing this on today? We have to be mindful of the words that we allow to come out of our mouth. Listen, to say that to say that our words have have power is really it's really an understatement. It's really an understatement. Abraham Herschel, great Jewish theologian, he made a statement. He said, "Speech has power. Words do not fade. What starts out as a sound ends in a deed. Did you hear that? What starts out as just a sound ends in a deed. What is he saying? That our words have tremendous creative power. Hallelujah. I'm not going to have you turn to all these scriptures, but in James chapter 3, James teaches us that there's nothing more dangerous than a tongue out of control or an undisciplined mouth. Come on now. James says that an untamed tongue is full of deadly poison. Glory to God. So we have to understand, as prophetic people, we must understand the power of our words, and we must be mindful of the words that are coming out of our mouth. I want you to go to Proverbs chapter 18. Let me, let me show you something here. Let me, let me further establish this here. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 20. Listen to what it says. Proverbs 18 and 20. It says, A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. Oh my God. Watch this. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Did you see that? What, 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 is, what, is, what is Solomon teaching us here? He's teaching us that you're going to live by your words. Uh, say it another way. You're going to have the life you say you're going to have. Oh, I wish somebody would shout this morning. Glory to God. You're going to live by your words. You're going to have the life that you, that you speak into existence. And I'm going to show you the power of this as we go on. Did you not know that you can, you either, you are either contributing to negative circumstances in your life, or you are changing negative circumstances in your life by the words you choose to speak. Or by the words you choose not to speak. Come on now. Because life and death is in the power of your tongue. Come on now. Your words are contributing to your success or your failure. Your words are contributing to, to your lack or your increase. Are you all following this here on today? Listen, people of God. You can kill something in your life with your words. You can give life to something 
with your words. Listen, you can kill your progress. You can kill your momentum. Hallelujah. By the words that you say over your situation. Or you can give life. You can fuel your progress. <laughs> you can fuel your momentum. You, you, can, you can fuel <clears throat> the fulfillment of the purposes of God in your life by the words that you choose to speak over your life and over your situation. I hope you're hearing this. Words are seeds. Here, here, here's a point that I want you to get. Words are seeds. Seeds. Are you hearing this? And the Bible says, whatever a man sows, that is what he's going to reap. So what word seeds are you sowing in and around your life? Come on now, are you here with me today? What word seeds? Because words are seeds. <laughs> Glory to God. And whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Now watch this. This is true. This is true of what you, what you say over you. And this is also true of what you say over others. Words are seeds. I'm going to deal with something here for just a second. If you speak death over someone, or, or word curses over someone else's life, don't be shocked when the harvest of that shows up at your doorstep. I posted something this week on social media that I just felt led to post this for God's people uh, as, as a warning. Um, uh, because when you speak death and you speak ill and you speak words that uh, 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 of, of death over someone's life or situation, listen, those are seeds you don't want to sow. Those are seeds that you do not want to sow. Are y'all hearing me on today? Because words are seeds. Now listen. I'm not, I'm not speaking, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about speaking truth or calling out wrongs or injustice. That's what, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you are using your mouth to speak death, to speak ill, when you're using your mouth to curse someone. That's what I'm talking about. Glory to God. The Bible tells us to bless. I'm talking, I'm talking to the people of God now. <clears throat> the Bible tells us to bless and curse not. Are you seeing this? Listen, I know people. I know people do, people do wrong things. People do unjust things. I'm not talking about, I'm not <clears throat> suggesting that we shouldn't speak out about injustice or speak truth. The power, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about cursing people. I'm talking about speaking death over people, using your mouth to do that <clears throat> as a son or daughter of God. Because the Bible says that we shall prophesy. And that means that we're going to prophesy life. Hallelujah. I hope you're hearing this today. Now, why is this, why is this important? This is, also, this is also important, people of God, 
because the Lord told me to tell you, his people, that we are living in an extremely fertile time, period. What did I say? We are living in a fertile time, period. What do you mean? What I mean by that is simply this, that, that harvest, harvests are coming quicker now than ever before. Matter of fact, there has been an acceleration. This is, this is both a positive <laughs> and this is a negative. Are you hearing this? If you, if you are a person who, who sows seeds of, of blessing, a, a person who sows seeds of, of peace, a person who sows seeds of joy, this is, a, this is a great word for you right now that we're in a fertile season because that means that the harvest is coming quickly. It's like as soon as you sow the seed, the harvest is coming. I believe it's over in Amos. Amos talks about a time that will come when the when the uh, uh, when when the sower will over when the reaper will, will the sower will overtake the reaper. That is that is that no no sooner as the seed is planted is reaping time. Are y'all hearing it? That's the season that we're in. Now again, that's positive and that's negative. And so if you're sowing bad seeds, oh my God, come on now. You don't, there are certain seeds that you do not want to sow in this season. Are you, uh, that, that's, what, that's what God wants you to get from this part. There are just some seeds that you do not want to sow. And there are some word seeds that you just don't want to sow in this season of time. And so we must, people of God, be mindful of what we are speaking over our lives. And we must be mindful of what we are speaking over other people's lives. Are you hearing this? What I'm really telling you is, I'm trying to show you how powerful you are. Come on now. I'm trying to show you just how powerful you are and just how powerful the words are that come out of your mouth. I hope you're hearing this. And so that, that brings it back to our title, Your Future is in your mouth. Are y'all hearing this on today? There's a there's a there's a classic example of this in the Word of God. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to read a little bit of this and show it to you. Go to 2 Kings chapter 7. Now I'm not gonna read all of this. I just I I want you to read 2 Kings chapter 7 when you get some time, but I'm just gonna read something because I want to show you something. In 2 Kings chapter 7 and verse number, uh, uh, verse 1 and 2, look at this. It says, then Elisha said, listen. Now, now, let me set this up. There was a famine in the land, a severe famine that had, that had, had such an impact and the people were suffering. And then on top of that, they're being attacked by their enemies. But watch this. But the prophet Elisha, he comes to the king and he says this, listen to the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow about this time, a measure of fine flour will be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley uh, uh, for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Did you hear this? What he's telling them is, 
I know that as you look out right now, you look and all you see is a famine. But the prophet is saying, but by this time tomorrow, <laughs> my God, I feel like prophesying to somebody that by this time tomorrow, what you've been worried about, by this time tomorrow, what's been vexing you, by this time tomorrow, what the devil has, try, has tried to oppress you about, by this time tomorrow, it's going to be gone. In the name of the Lord. That's a word for somebody. But let me get back to this. He says, by this time tomorrow, uh, all of this is going to be different. There's going to be plenty. Amen. There's going to be an overflow is what he's telling by this time tomorrow. But watch this, church. Verse 2. The royal officer on, whom, on whose hand the king was leaning answered the man of God and said, behold. If the Lord should make windows in heaven, could this thing be? Then he said, behold, you will see it with your own eyes, but you will not eat of it. Are you hearing this? And so the prophet comes and gives the word of the Lord. This officer on whom the Bible says, whom's hand the king leaned. That just means that he was a he is a trusted advisor. He is someone that the king leans on for advice. In other words, he has authority and he has the ear of the king. So he has tremendous responsibility. And uh, out of his place that he was standing in, uh, he brings forth a contrary word. Come on now. He, said, he says, uh, if the Lord should open, in other words, he said, it, even if God could open up the windows of heaven, how could this be? This ain't, in other words, this ain't going to happen. Elisha has a word of life. This man has a word of death and doubt. Elisha brings the word of the Lord that is designed to turn this death situation around. This man speaks a contrary word that's designed to keep the cycle of death going. But the prophet overrides his negative prophecy. And the prophet overrides him and says, uh, you're going you're go, you're to see it, but you are not going to eat. <laughs> are, are you hearing this? Now, I'm not going to go all through this, but you know, if you continue to read this, the, the, the narrative changes and we see these lepers. These lepers, they show up at the camp of the enemy and they say, you know, why should we sit here and die? Listen, let's, let's go and, and give ourselves over to the enemy. One or two things are going to happen. They're either going to take us and make us slaves or at least we get something to eat or they're going to kill us. But either way, because if we sit here, we're going to die. If we go there, we have a chance. We might have a chance. I'm not going to read all of this. The Bible says that those lepers, that they went into their camp and they found that the, that the army had left and they had left all the spoil. And all of a sudden, these lepers who were poor and had nothing, all of a sudden, they have everything that hearts could desire. The Bible said they went from tent to tent. They ate good. They were gathering up garments. And then it dawned on them. Come on now. That they said, you know what? We, we're not doing the right thing here. We need to go and let everybody know 
and they came and they let they let the king and everybody know what they had found. Come on now. And then when you get to verse 17, and so it says, now the king appointed the royal officer on whose hand uh, he leaned uh, to have charge over the gate. In other words, he said, I want you to go down there and I want you to manage this thing because I know the people going to rush in, but I need you to manage it. But, but the Bible says, but the people trampled on him at the gate. Come on, church. And he died just as the man of God said, who spoke when the king came down here. It happened, verse 18, just as the man of God had spoken to the king. I'm going to stop right there. One man, the prophet, spoke the word of the Lord, the word of life. Another man spoke a word of death. And his words, watch this, brought the harvest that he spoke. This is all I'm trying to get you to say. But those that believe the word of the Lord, come on now, they got the harvest off of that word. Y'all need to hear this on today. I got to keep moving. I got to keep moving. Here's the next thing I want to tell you about words. Words are containers. Words are containers that release things into the atmosphere. Words are containers. They carry things right into the hearts and into the minds of others. Amen? Wrong words can contaminate. Wrong words can contaminate. I'm reminded of the story in Luke, in the, in the book of Luke chapter 1, when the, when the, when the angel showed up to Zechariah the priest to tell him that that even though him and his wife were well stricken in years, but that they were going to have a child. And um, Zechariah, he, he doubted the word so much and so that the angel, the angel had to mute him, had to shut him up for a season. So that he would not go and, and speak a bunch of negative words about the vision that God had shown him. He shut him up so he wouldn't speak his unbelief into the atmosphere and mess up what God had. Are y'all hearing this on today? Because wrong words contaminate. Watch this. The more authority and influence you have, the more God holds you responsible for the words that come out of your mouth. Let me say that again. The more authority and influence you have, the more God holds you responsible for the words that come out of your mouth. Amen? Parents need to understand this. God holds us responsible for the words that we speak over our children in, in their formative years. Teachers need to understand this. Certainly preachers need to understand. God holds us responsible for the words that we speak over his people. Listen, political leaders need to understand this. <laughs> that it may seem like you can just say whatever you want to say. It may seem like you have some power that just allows you to say whatever you want to say, do whatever you want to do. 
But those of us who know God, those of us who know the word, those of us who understand the principles, uh, the principle of, of, of seed time and harvest, the principle of sowing and reaping, we know, come on church, that there's a time that's going to come when a harvest, oh my God, shalemoku, that a harvest is going to come. Hallelujah. And you're going to realize that there, 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 there's, there's just some seeds that you don't want to sow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If I could talk to a bunch of politicians today, I would tell them, listen, there's some seeds, man, that you just don't want to sow. Hallelujah. Are y'all hearing this? Glory to God. If I could talk to some preachers, <laughs> glory to God. There's some seeds you don't want to sow. Because the more responsibility you have, the more God holds you accountable for the words that come out of your mouth. I hope y'all hearing this today. Amen. Give me a few more moments. In Matthew chapter 12, I hope you're getting this. In Matthew chapter 12, in verse 33, I want you to, I want you to hear something that Jesus said. I'm, I've got to move quickly here. Jesus said this, and he was speaking to some religious leaders. He said, either make the tree good, verse 33, Matthew 12, 33, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. Verse 34, he says, you brood of vipers, how can you being evil speak what is good? For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. Oh my God, watch this. The good man brings out of the good treasure of out of his good treasure what is good and the evil man brings out of his evil treasure what is evil now verse 36 but i tell you that every careless word that people speak they shall give an accounting for in the day of judgment for by your words you will be justified and by your words, you will be condemned. Are y'all hearing this, people of God? Hallelujah. Glory to God. In other words, Jesus is saying, every, 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 every careless, every careless word, every unfruitful word that, that, that doesn't bring about the purposes of God that men speak, they're going to have to give an account for. Are you hearing this? For by your words, you're either going to be justified or by your words, you're going to be condemned. Are you hearing this? <clears throat> so I just want to say this. You know, if you if you just have a pattern of lying, and you just lie and lie and lie and lie. You lie so much that you've convinced yourself that you're telling the truth. <laughs> Are y'all hearing this? There is going to come a there's going to come a time my god when 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 the harvest on that is going to come it's in it's inevitable Now what our problem what, what what our problem is sometimes 
is that we see people doing this crazy stuff and it looks like they're getting they're getting away from it. They're getting away with it. Amen. But but my wife but my wife reminded me of this verse over in the Psalms that says, Fret not yourself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Come on now. Because there's gonna come an end uh, to what they're doing. Are, are you seeing this? Now, these are the words of Jesus. By your words, you're either going to be justified or by your words, you're going to be condemned. The mouth speaks what the heart is full of. If the heart is full of fear, if the heart is full of doubt, if the heart is full of anger, if the heart is full of division, if the heart is full of pride, if the heart is full of lust, envy, faith, love, if the heart is full of vision, the, the, the mouth is going to speak what the heart is full of. But what you have to understand is when you put those word seeds out there, they're powerful. And they're either going to bring back a harvest of life or they're going to bring back a harvest of death. Come on now, you're seeing this. We are each responsible for the words we speak and how they affect us and how they affect others. Every word you speak that is not working to produce your purpose, you will have to give an account for in the day of judgment. Your words are either uh, building or your words are destroying. Hallelujah. Now listen, people of God, we are created in the image and the likeness of God. Amen. The Bible says we are his offspring. So God designed us to operate in the earth like him and to operate in the earth, watch this, as him. We are created, amen, to do this. And watch this, so how, how, how did, what did God do? God created everything that he created. He created it by his word. I'm not gonna have you turn to this, but in Hebrews chapter 11 and three, it says, by faith, Hebrews 11 and 3, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed or that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. God framed the worlds, the ages, by what? By his words. God called those things that be not as though they were. How? By his word. The word for there's a, the word for word there in, in, in Hebrews 11 and 3 is the word rhema. That which is spoken, utterance. Come on now. A rhema is a specific word for a specific situation or circumstances. It is a prophetic word. And watch this. That same ability. God put that same ability inside of you and I. We are created in his image. Come on now, to operate in the earth the same way God does. It's interesting uh, that that thing that the things that we can see were created from things we can't see. You know, wor words are words are not visible. Words are words are audible. We can't see them, we hear them. But watch this, but eventually we will see them. Uh, come on now. Are you hearing this? That's what it means when it says and it came to pass. <laughs> Glory to God. 
Listen, there are words that have been that have been spoken over your life from heaven. And God wants those words to come to pass. And can I prophesy to you that we are in such a season of great acceleration. Thank you, Lord. God tells me right now to tell somebody. God says, you, you have not missed it and you are not going to miss the season that he has declared over you. Uh, somebody's listening to me that the enemy has been worrying you about about time and and that you you're getting too old and all. no God says you're right on time I don't know who I'm talking to. God says, you're right on time. You're right in season. You're not going to miss it. God says, trust me and obey what I tell you to do because you're going to walk out the destiny. You're going to fulfill the purpose for which I have placed you in the earth. And those things that were said over you by those who simply have no idea of who you are, God says, I am canceling out the effects of those words this day over your life and it is only my counsel it is only my purpose it is only my plans that shall stand concerning you says the spirit of the living God ah my God that's somebody needs to receive that on today bless his name I feel like prophesying now in Mark chapter 11 in Mark chapter 11, in verse 23, Mark chapter 11, verse 23, I'm almost done here. Watch this. For assuredly, Jesus says, Mark chapter 11, verse 23, for surely I say unto you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done he will have whatever he says. Did y'all hear this, church? Jesus is speaking here. This verse is in the context, watch this, of removing things from your life that should not be there and speaking things into your life that should be there. Hallelujah. Whosoever shall say to this mountain. And God said there's some mountains that he wants you to speak to in this fertile time, in this, in this fertile season of time. There's some mountains that God says, I want you to speak to them now. God says, I want you to speak to the mountain of fear and say, fear go. And God says, I want you to speak to the mountain of faith and say, faith come. Speak to the mountain of sickness right now. Speak to that mountain of sickness and say, sickness, go. Be cast into the sea. And speak to health and healing and say, health and healing, come now. Speak to lack and depravity in your life. Speak to that mountain of lack and say, lack, go. And say to prosperity and blessing, come into my life. Are you hearing this? Hallelujah. I speak to it. Amen. I stand in agreement with you. And I say, I say to that spirit of fear that has, that has been stalking you, I say, fear go from over their lives. And I say, faith come. 
sickness go. I don't know who I'm speaking to. I call that, I speak to that sickness, that infirmity in your body. I speak to every ache, every pain. I speak to that negative report from the doctors and I command that thing to dissolve, to uproot and leave your life. And I say health and healing come to them now in Jesus' name. Lack and depravity go from them now. Prosperity and blessing come in the name of Jesus. Listen, you ought to slip up your hands if you receive it and begin to give God some praise for what he's doing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In Job 22 and 27, you need to get it. I hope you're getting something out of this today. Your future is in your mouth. That's why we're speaking like this, because your future is in your mouth. God is, God is doing some, some alignment today. God is aligning the mouth of his people today. I hope you're hearing this. In Job 22 and 27, and I'm going to close on this. It says, you will pray to him and he will hear you. And you will pay your vows. Verse 28, you will also decree a thing. And it will be established for you. And light will shine on your ways. Glory to God. Hallelujah. As prophetic people, God has put his word in our mouth. As prophetic people, God has put the, the ability in you to speak like him and to speak as him over your situations, over your circumstances, and over the lives of other people. In other words, he has blessed you to be a blessing. Amen. And he says, speak words of blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God told me to do something. I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to, I, I want to I pray a prayer. I want to lead us in a prayer. We're going to break some word curses. Hallelujah. We're going to break some word curses right now. Uh, things that, that, that we, may have, we may have spoken and certainly things that other people may have spoken. We're going we're gonna to break that right now. I'm going to lead you in this. I just need you to be in agreement. This is a prayer that the Lord gave me. And uh, if you if if you would like to receive this this prayer, um, just email us at judanationga at gmail.com. Just email us and we will send this to you. But I want to pray it right now. I want to pray it over your life in the name of Jesus. And so give me a moment to do this. Are you ready? Father, your word clearly states that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, we repent for any word curses that we may have ignorantly spoken over our lives in the past. We repent, Lord, even of any word curses that we may have ignorantly spoken over someone else. We repent of that in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I decree that there will be no manifestation nor any harvest from any death-filled words 
over the life of those that are listening right now. I cancel, I nullify and decree void any word curses spoken over them by others, either ignorantly or on purpose. Those curse-filled words will not stand over their lives. Those are seeds that you did not plant that must be uprooted from their life now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that only your counsel and your decrees will stand over our lives. And I say over us what you say over us. God, we say over us what you say over us. We are blessed to be a blessing. Every area of our life is blessed. Our mind is blessed. Our body is blessed. Our spirit is blessed. Our family is blessed. Our relationships and our finances are blessed. The work of our hands is blessed. We have, we have divine purpose and destiny to fulfill. The favor of God overshadows us. We shall not die. You need to say that right now. I shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. This is according to Psalms 118 and 17. And I said over you again, you shall not die, but you shall live. Psalms 91 and 16 says, with long life, he will satisfy you. And so we thank you, Lord, that we are free from all word curses. Hallelujah. This day, by the power of the blood and by the authority of Jesus' name, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Come on, you ought to shout and give God some glory. You ought to thank God. You ought to praise him that you are free. You ought to praise him that no negative word, no word curse can stand over your life, but you shall do everything that God has said you will do. You shall have everything that God says you will have, and you will be everything that God has destined for you to be. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. I pray that you were blessed, that you were encouraged, that you were empowered on today through the word of the Lord. I know you were. And listen, we're so glad that you have taken out this time to be with us on today. Uh, before I leave, I want to give you an opportunity to sow a seed. That's right, sow a seed. You know, we've been in the midst of worship and the Bible teaches us clearly that our worship is not complete until we have made a sacrifice. I want you to consider sowing a seed into the ministry um, that helps us to do what we're doing. If you've been blessed, let the Lord touch your heart as to what you should give. Some people can sow $100, some 50, some 25, some 10. Whatever God lays upon your heart, consider sowing a seed into this work. Now, the easiest way to do that is to just go to our cash app, which is dollar sign Judah Nation WC dollar sign Judah Nation WC and sow that seed that the Lord lays upon your heart to sow into the ministry. Listen, uh, if you want to learn more about the church, you can go to our website, which is 
judahnationwc.org. Um, also want to invite you to join us every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. for our Sunday virtual encounter. It's always a powerful time. There's powerful anointed prophetic worship. The word of the Lord goes forth. Signs, wonders, and miracles are manifest. I know that your life will never be the same. So consider joining us on Sunday mornings. Now, where's that at? That is live on our Facebook page. That is Judah Nation Worship Center, our Facebook page. We, we would love to have you join us. I know you'll be blessed. Well, until next week, uh, where we'll be back here again with another great message for your encouragement. I want you to be blessed. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to understand the power of your words and know that God is with you and that this is going to be the greatest season of your life. Until we see you again next time, Apostle-elect Charles Smith, on behalf of myself, my wife, Pastor Carla, be blessed.